Happy Wednesday. Welcome to Thanksgiving edition. Thanksgiving edition, baby. Of the Better Faster Podcast. Mm-hmm. So we got a few announcements. All right, got I think a few big things coming. First thing about them, Gamecocks. Oh my goodness, dude. I still can't believe it. Like, if you had told me before this week that um, the score's going to be 63-38 against Tennessee, I probably would have been really, really happy because I would have thought... Holy cow! We scored thirty eight. Yeah. You know, like I would, the fact that we scored sixty three and we won that game handily—that is just that's just crazy to me. It was so it's so cool. I've been saying all season we're gonna go six and six, maybe mm-hmm. get a ball game, whatever. And before this game, I was like Tennessee gonna put up seventy on us. Oh yeah, for sure. And I was out of town, so we had, you know, had a big mm-hmm. vertex tailgate. Yeah, the vertex tailgate time, which was super fun. Just, I didn't go into the game though. I really I had a chance to get tickets and go in, but I was thinking it's already a little cold. We're probably gonna get blown out. I don't want to go. So I, I had that. <laughs> my mind so i didn't go in and now in hindsight i'm saying like oh man that could have been oh. so cool yeah <laughs> hey, but for like our employees a lot of them went in the game the yeah. first sec football game and, mm-hmm. and what, a, what a game to go to right exactly Storm in the field it's not allowed in the sec it comes with a hundred dollar hundred thousand dollar fine, fine for your first offense next one's like 250 yeah okay yeah. and that, that happened a couple times back during the Lou holtz days but yeah, it's yeah. just like we came off of zero and 11 season we beat a couple scrub teams and it was just any win they were going to storm the field so yeah, definitely yeah. not as cool as this tennessee win but but man that was amazing so i was actually out of town with my kids for my daughter's birthday so yep. kids on a schedule right their bedtimes mm-hmm. are our bedtime so i went to bed at halftime and i was, I was impressed with like, yeah. oh, they're looking Dude, good yeah. but they're gonna lose tennessee's gonna come back yeah. and, and destroy us like second half team and then i woke up and saw that score i was like what happened I yeah they, i mean when they scored in the second half tennessee scored to make it 35 31 i was starting to starting to get the feeling of the oh here we go we're gonna get the ball back you know three and out they'll get the ball score go up and before you know it we'll be down 14 and at the end of this we'll just be happy that it was somewhat close mm-hmm. and it was fun to watch but, yeah um man they proved me wrong they, not only did they not go three and out after that, um, they kept scoring to the point where at one point we had them doubled up. It was 63-31 before they scored a little garbage time yep. town touchdown, uh, garbage time touchdown, um, which was awesome. The only the only downside of this is you know Tennessee's quarterback who seems like a good dude and a Heisman hopeful towards ACL at the very end, and that was kind of sad to see though. For uh, sure, um, you never wish that on anybody, but uh, it was it was incredible to watch, man. It so really was. This team shows up this weekend for the rivalry. Oh, man. I'm trying not to get too optimistic, and, like in two like you know. I, I, I'm trying. I'm cautiously optimistic that we'll at least make it competitive, and maybe we figure some things out on offense. And uh, but I, it's going to be a tough game, and it's in Death Valley. The, the well, the Clemson Death Valley. I mean, we all we all know she's a real Death Valley. I know our Clemson yeah. fans are going to be pissed at me saying that. But. Just, just smell it before you get there. Yeah, about ten miles away. You know, you're <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, we're just, we got to give uh, Tavi a little bit of credit. She's our she's our a resident Clemson alum on staff here, and and we we do give her a pretty hard time, and she she takes her like a champ. And so I know uh, she's hoping to be able to give us a little crap after this week. So uh, uh, fingers crossed, we at least make fingers it crossed. this year. Yeah, yeah. Just more note on that too. I, you know, I've been a Gamecock fan my whole life, and those historic eleven and two seasons, we'd come off a huge win against number one Alabama, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week, you'd lose against a Vanderbilt or a Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we'll be we will. Surprised. Yeah, it'll be interesting, but it's at least fun this week to be a Gamecock mm-hmm, for fan. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel like we we do this about every every six months, but we got some more construction. More on construction, man. This one's, this one's cool. To have. This one's unique. So we got a few things going on here. The main thing is this running club that's yeah. launching in quarter one. Yeah, quarter one. Yeah, ideally January. Um, the run club, and we'll, we'll try to have a full episode dedicated to this and kind of what that looks like and mm-hmm. what we're trying to build here. Um, I mean, mainly it, it started just because you know we're we're true to so many runners in the community, and there there seems to be this need for maybe a little more direction and coaching and 
and some prehab work and building strength work into runner you know running programs and and so so that led us to think about this run club and, and mm-hmm. I know we'll dive deeper into that another time but uh, as part of that we're part of our construction is we're building a, a fun little recovery room yeah it, I mean it's, it's pretty cool too because it was it was like literally two months ago we had a couple three runners actually mm-hmm. come up three really good runners in this mm-hmm. town and they had brought up the idea and yeah made it happen all right so yeah for should, sure it should be finished in what a week or two and yeah and then we'll just have to stock it and and, and get it going get it rolling yeah so the new construction is going to have a, another brand new treatment room we got to add another one we're growing we got to add, add another treatment room so got another high low table coming to, coming this week which would be fun um and five then piece. Uh, yeah five piece, five piece arm, those arm pieces yeah mm-hmm. um and then um we have a new clo- another closet obviously you got to have closet and then on the other side is that recovery room the recovery room is going to be really cool too because it has uh, a big pane of glass as part of the walls, like too. a six by six, yeah, six by six pane of glass, and then you also one of the walls is the front wall to the building, which is all windows too. So it's gonna have a ton of natural light in it, and we are stocking this thing with everything that our our runners and our gym members love for recovery because it's basically gonna be value added for our running club members and for our uh, our gym members mm-hmm. to have a place to really prioritize basic maintenance on themselves, be able to handle their training and keep pursuing their goals. So it's gonna have you know the you know the boots and their recovery boots that everybody loves massage guns foam roller stuff body tempering stuff yoga mats um the the roller sticks that i know all my runner friends love cups and, yeah yeah cut yep uh there'll be there'll be cups in there there will be you know scraping stuff in there there's going to be a tv so people can post up and watch tv while they're they're doing you know you know stuff with their boots mm-hmm. um there uh there's going to be yeah fit aids and kill cliffs and any other drinks that are our, our head running coach Jessica, if she wants uh that thinks they need to be in there and protein bars that people can purchase mm-hmm. too and so it's just it's just gonna be in all things like come take care of yourself area for sure um and which we know how important that is if you're gonna be training hard and you're training for some goals you gotta take care of yourself too and so uh this this run club and our recovery room are are, are going to be sweet additions to everything we're doing here yeah so like i said we'll do a dedicated episode of that we'll get just on the podcast yeah and talk about what it looks like what our what our plans are going to look like how the strength works mixed in and i know people who treat runners on here are, will love to hear at least from you know the coaching side of it of like what we're trying to do because you know as you and i know man and a lot of our runners that come in, they're they're running, you know, 80% of the time, they're running 80% effort, and they're hurt 80% of the time. You know, like, they're, they're, there's not a whole lot of, of structure sometimes. And so, or they're just doing so, so much with no strength work, no prehab or anything. So right. we're, we're going to try to address that by uh, creating an option for them. That's right. You know? That's right. So yeah, man, it's going to be fun. Look out for that. Probably, what, week or two? We'll, we'll, the week or two, yeah. We'll try to get on here with more of a mm-hmm. dedicated episode mm-hmm. to that. But, uh, yeah, January, that's coming in January. Oh, so I means I need to start running again, dude. I said, I told, I told oh. them, I, you know, I am I am committing to one 5K a year. That is yeah. my contribution to the run club. Yeah. I will run the 5K, we'll and, and it may be the Tunnel for, ta- tunnel, tunnel for Towers or, or the <laughs> uh, the um, Santa 5K. or so It will be something fun, but yeah. I got one a year. That's all I've given to them. Yeah, it's like that whole thing. Like You feel guilty if you don't practice what you preach. So I, yeah. I think i got to sign up for one, too. Pull well, you know, this Iron Man happen. may have uh, enough running for me to, to last <laughs> at least a couple years, and then maybe I'll have to get back into the There 5K. we go. For sure. <laughs> So, other announcements, online body tempering. I think we mentioned this a couple weeks yeah, ago, yeah. but y'all have... We're putting together a ton of online content. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, t- I'm ready for it to be released just because, you know, the behind-the-scenes stuff with putting online co- course stuff together, it can get tedious. And I got to give a shout-out to Tony and Tim that I work with on this, uh, and, and Tim especially on, on developing a lot of this online content and being our, our video editing master. But uh, it's going to give people a chance to 
really get their feet wet by tempering no matter where they live. Mm. And so we've got some unique structure to it to where now we're putting, you know, as part of whether you want to become certified or not, there's going to be every self core technique is going to be its own course now that everyone has to take before they can take anything else. It's going to be all of our self techniques. So that way, you know, if you're living remotely and all you have is a kettlebell and a barbell and you want to learn how to try to do some of this stuff on yourself, it's all about like, what are all the different things you can do to you? And then if you want to become a provider and you want to be able to use these in your practice, or create a body tempering business or something like that, um, then we're going to have our still our in-person courses, um, but we're going to have an online offering too. Now that's going to, all the material is going to be online, but you still have to do virtual like testing out where you have to have a partner and you got to demo this stuff and we have to give you feedback and you got to check the box on all these things because for us to say that you're uh, you know going to be a uh, you know a body tempering provider, you got to check those boxes, but we're going to try to be able to reach more people. So that has been the big focus the the last few months is, is getting all that recorded and online and then it's uh, almost done. Almost yep. done. Well, that's, yeah. that's 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 the way the continuing ed world is going, and so yeah. you got to adapt. Well, the other thing is, it's hard for the three of us to try to be able to get to you know London, Australia, up in Canada, go down. You know, we've I mean, we get people asking from all these areas, "Can you come teach course here? I want to learn how to do this." And it's like. I mean, I can't, we can't not, we can't travel all the time and do these things. And so if we don't develop some kind of system in place, it's going to be hard for us to keep mm-hmm. expanding. And so that's our thing is we want to basically, basically make where you are, where you're located, not a barrier anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to figure that out. So you're putting the finishing touches on this and it's mm-hmm. going to launch. I mean, ideally within, within the next month, okay. that's ideally within the next month, like by Christmas time, I, if it is not up by Christmas time, well, you know, then we are just still for some reason dragging our feet, you know, production wise, um, or maybe we need to reshoot videos. We have a couple people going through the course now that are people have been around for a while that are, um, testing it basically going through it making sure it flows well liking the content giving us feedback on do we need to change video angles on certain videos or do we need to i talk pretty fast so to do i need to slow down anywhere or you know anything like that we're getting feedback from some select individuals now before we release it to the public so we'll have to make some of those edits but um yeah, yeah i imagine that announcement's going to be on instagram so yeah it'll be all on body tempering education is the easiest way or, or body tempering education or body tempering llc Got it. Those are those are the easiest two Instagrams to follow, or you go to bodytempering.com, and, and that's the main website. You'll find everything there. Exciting stuff! So reach yeah, more people fun. and yeah, make and some then, money while you sleep too. Freaking passive income, that's right? Really, you know that's what right. it is. I got them yep. student loans to pay off, so I'm, <laughs> so I'm contribute to my uh, student loan fund, guys. Sure. Love, <laughs> yeah. it. Love it. So why don't we get into the meat of this episode yeah. and let's let's talk about the the coaching side of the business. So yes. we've got amazing coaches here. They've been with us for a long time. They're invested in their clients, invested in themselves to continually get better. Mm-hmm. And I know that you guys periodically do in-house continuing education for, for sure. the coaches. And and I think that's a, that's a that's a really great idea because you know you always want to learn from the, the, the big players, right? So it's a very common thing like in the in the physical therapy world and like the bigger corporations, right? For, every, right. You know, you know, for, for all of their faults, some of like our, our, our huge middle competitors, they will oftentimes have in-house continuing education, yeah. which can be convenient because it doesn't cost money, travel's not involved, you know, get your right. use that kind of thing too. So I'd love to hear about how this works. Um, with the whole yeah, process, yeah. how often you have it, and what the 
discussions have been consistent yeah, lately. For sure. I mean, it is it is difficult to coordinate some. So it's kind of one of those things. You got a couple options when you're running the business. You can either make it a mandatory and a mandatory type thing. But if you're going to do that, you know, you got you're going to need to pay them for their time. You got it's got to set on the schedule, and you got to find a time that works for most schedules and 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 things like that, which can be difficult when you have some coaches that coach in the morning and then the rest of their day happens after that, or some other coaches where they're coaching in the evening, and it, it can be hard to get the whole staff together. So a lot of what um, we will have things like that, but uh, a lot of what we do too is some informal, like you know, hey, Friday afternoon lunch and learn kind of kind of things. And so it's it we keep it informal. It's not mandatory. If people can make it, great. If they if they can't, okay. And a lot of times we'll include other coaches from from the general area. So mm-hmm. so we have move well in house. So Karen will come. Karen and Todd will come hang out or, or and, and and you know contribute to the conversation. Or you know we're we're still close with the people at CCF. So Taylor and some other people will come in and and can learn a little bit too or get Riley over here or something to where we can start to share on each other's experiences um, because we all have our own coaching backgrounds and our own unique experiences to where, you know, bringing people in is great and going to courses are great and following on and doing online courses is great. But we kind of sometimes miss, I feel like in the coaching world, just learning from each other because we're, we're around each other. We're going through the daily grind when we think about like, oh, con ed's got to happen on my own time elsewhere. Um, and so we try to get to where we can learn from each other's expertises. And so um, the last few times have been, you know, have uh, we, we, sh- we change up the speakers and and, and so a lot of times it is me, but um, this last time was Amy, and we did some tons of pelvic floor related stuff, and it was just, it was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just want to just piggyback on one thing you had said. So just just the whole concept about meetings. Yeah, meetings, meetings right? are tough. This right? is, yeah. This is a, a very important thing, and, and you know whatever you think about him, if if you look at it objectively, this is this is the thing that Elon Musk always talks about, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's got so many huge businesses taking over this, that, and the other, but. He is very big on minimizing meetings, right? Sure. Do them if absolutely needed. If something that can't be said quickly in an email or right. say like a Slack message, something like that, and it's just this whole this whole correlation between the more meetings that you have, the less productive you are. And right. young people, right? We all have short attention spans, myself included, right? You know, we're all gonna be losing interest in the yeah. first few minutes. So whenever you do you make these voluntary and you do have people that are coming and actually engaging in these conversations yeah, yeah. and kind of getting feedback in real time off each other. I think that's, I think it's a good way to do it. Yeah, personally. for sure. It, it, you're right. I think we, too often when it, when they, if they happen too frequently and they happen uh, and they're too structured things, you're right. It can, it can mm-hmm. maybe not be the most productive use of our right. time. Um, so for ours, it really is the way we've structured them is more of a, uh, maybe a, brief topic or lecture from one of us that's mm-hmm. going to talk about some topic that usually we decide at the meeting for the next one, like based on what you know anybody wants to learn about. Um, and then most of it is just question, answer, and case studies. That's mm-hmm. almost what almost all of it is. And so like when it was around games time, uh, I'm talking, I'm, I'm pulling up, what am I doing with Jess leading into the games? And why am I, and I'm, I'm showing it, and I'm talking through the why, and then they can ask questions. And, and so, or, um, you know, afterwards, you know, after that, I think we talked about um, I think it was more like skill acquisition. So it was talking about like um, specifically double unders and something like a bar muscle up. And and what does that look like? How do you progress those? Where do you start with people? How much strength should someone have before they start tempting bar muscle ups? What progression leads in? And so so it's like a, a topic that's relevant to most of us in the room and, and we're picking on someone's expertise. So like I mentioned, this last one was pelvic floor related. And, and we're lucky we have a pelvic floor expert here on staff and, and, and Amy Shelton. And so um, Amy, uh, you know, main talked about two topics within that and it was how do you know as a coach when something is a pelvic floor referral so because a lot of times 
it's hard to know whether it's something that you can be cued or, or coached or or changed or where it's something where they probably need uh, you know a full on internal exam potentially by somebody who's an expert. Um, and so she tried to talk through that a little bit. So specifically related to like someone who maybe has some stress incontinence type stuff, like you know urination or like leaking with the uh, with double unders or with maximal lifting. Um, it's like you know she talked through like okay, here's how I would maybe try to cue that to see if you can make some change or but modify volume to make some change or pick this exercise variation to make some change um, and and then if you're not able to quickly do that or you're getting signs of X Y and Z that are maybe in addition to just that stress incontinence those these this would trigger the referral this would be like something where it's now not just something we can coach through let's get them to the right sources so you know with double unders it could be simply something of having them lean forward a little bit more while they're doing it so their pelvic floor can work functionally more optimally or having them breathe out on every time that they're hitting the ground to try to get a pelvic floor contraction on impact and 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 little things like that that we can try as coaches um, and then knowing when that's not working or there's more on board than that let's get them a pelvic floor referral so that way we can get dig a little deeper um, so that was an important aspect of it which I think is great for every coach to hear and go through that and having her tell us where that line really is was great and then also too just her thoughts on bracing because um, you know we sat there and talked about we went through kind of around the circle how each of us teaches bracing and what we kind of found as we go through it is we all teach it a little bit differently and then uh, the unique thing I thought was good was how she, how Amy talked about the pelvic floor considerations with bracing going for maximal lifts or things like that and how she would coach that and, and actually trying to get a little bit of more of a, a pelvic floor type contraction before doing the things that I would normally think of. When I think of bracing a lot of times, I'm thinking of a deep, low inhale in all directions and then tightening down on top of it. Um, and, and and that to me, and, and Amy's kind of pointing out, almost is creating a, a, you know, you're trying to create tension on a relaxed pelvic floor because you just took this big inhale, which is gonna create more of that pelvic floor like relaxation. Mm -hmm. So so taking you know, taking into account that is almost coaching somebody through of almost uh, trying to have a little bit more of a, maybe be a slight forced exhale or a little bit more bringing tension on first before taking that inhale and taking that inhale into tension still that same type of inhale where you're going in 360 degrees or that alligator breathing type thing where we're trying to fill up deep and low and then tightening back on top of it so almost creating a little pre-tension inhaling into that tension and then creating more tension on top to make sure that we already we have that pelvic floor you know functioning the way we want um, and so so tips along that and I know she could elaborate ten times more than I could but um, it, it was good to it's good to go through and hear that because now in my mind I'm thinking okay I mean I'm thinking about my own lifts and I'm realizing I kind of do that without thinking about it because I'm trying to find some tension before I even lift the bar off the rack if I'm right. going for a squat I find some tension I'm lifting the bar off the rack I take my step back I'm still got some tension on board mm -hmm. then I'm taking my deep inhale and then I'm trying to brace on top of it um, and, and so I'm kind of doing that but I had never coached it that way I never thought about it that way and so um, it, it was it was great to have that expertise there for us to learn from and so um, and now we're moving into to it'll be it's gonna be a different speaker next time as we go through and we do these you know once every month six weeks we basically every you know we coordinate try to coordinate the most schedules and mm -hmm. we keep it on a Friday afternoon when most of us are, are uh, able to get you know a lunch meeting and it's a little lunch and learn and we talk about whatever's relevant um, so um, it, it's really been a fun experience and also it, it helps our morning coaches and our evening coaches to get to still learn from each other and be right. around each other and so 
So I think just as an organization, it's been fun because now some of our PTs are sitting in on it who necessarily don't perform a lot of our coaching services, but they're still coaching every day in their in their sessions, right? Yeah, exactly. And then and then we're able to get you know Karen coming in and talking about some older adult considerations and how she talks about bracing with different things in this last example mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. Um, and and so the uh, the the different experiences of all among ourselves has allowed us all to continue growing and it's it was no cost to the clinic right mm-hmm. it was just yep, kind of like sure. just trying to set aside you know yep. trying to have us all have some time to get together yeah um, so essentially it's a, it's, it's a, almost like an in-house networking too. yeah it is yeah. for sure and, and now again what what else did it lead to now our coaches and coaches in the area have a better idea in this light, latest example of when to refer to pelvic floor pt right. which we have pelvic floor pt on staff Helps right. our business too, right? And so um, it, it, it's it's great that now coaches in the area have a better understanding of it. Relationships, funny how that works. Yeah, it is, yeah. man. Um, that we don't have anything, right? Yeah. So. so I think I think in-house coaching education is is important, mm-hmm. um, and I think it, the big thing to take away from this, like you said, is it doesn't have to be super super structured. I used to when we were at CCF, we used to run like set meetings, and it was like. We had an hour, and we had this skill we were going over, and we were all in a circle, and we were doing this, and it was the same person that talked every time, and we were going through it, and you people were just going through the motions a lot oh, yeah. of times, you know. Um, yep. And so now it's the people who want to be here, right? And, sure. and, and you know, so if they and if they want to be here, they typically are more likely to participate. Yeah, and, it's like and 1990s well. meetings for sure. 1990s work meetings, you know, mm-hmm. got to kind of yeah. evolve there as well too. Yeah. Going back to one thing you said there, that that, that appreciate that information. That taught me a lot actually about yeah. I, and, and Amy, I'm sure would be even a better resource if you want to know more about this. That's who to talk to. Yeah. Yes, people use the analogy of the fluid ball, of a sphere or, or a cylinder, or two liter Coke bottle, and so yeah, like, yeah. whatever you like. So we say like a, like a cylinder. Mm-hmm. Like the top is your diaphragm, the bottom is your pelvic floor, like a basket. And so it yeah. totally makes sense that if that is kind of that relaxed state and you breathe yeah. in, you're going to lengthen it, right? Yeah. And that could open up the door for leakage and yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. So that, that, that helps a ton. For sure, yeah. And, and, about creating that tension prior to. And even the little cues that she had about like, you know, when you're choking somebody on double unders is having them having them with a slight fo- more forward lean of their trunk, mm-hmm. just helping the pelvic floor maybe work a little bit better. Yep. Things that, I, I mean, like, I don't know the anatomy of that super, super well. I wouldn't have thought to do that. Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, I had heard the cue before of like having them breathe out on impact on the double unders a little bit, but coordinating their breathing with double unders. And then what her thing, her, her um, recommendations on how to progress volume of those types of things. So that way you're not necessarily, you know, getting into volumes that the person can't handle initially. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like anything else, building in. And then also too, if there's, if there's, it's, if it's impact related, it seems to be a force related thing. It's how do you progress impact? Just like we would do a return impact uh, mm-hmm. progression for somebody say it's a say it's an Achilles issue and we're getting them back to, to, to running and jumping right you know it's, mm-hmm. it's not sprints on day one uh, you know we might be doing assisted pogo jumps first mm-hmm. you know and and so it was her version of that from a bracing and, a, and dealing with like incontinence standpoint mm-hmm. and so that was super super cool too um, so it's just rely on your people you know and, sure. uh, and and try to get them involved and and I think the big thing is like we don't force anybody to be here but it's funny how everybody still shows that's up that's right you know yep. um, and so that's the that's pretty Cool Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So Mars holiday, Thanksgiving. Real yeah. quick, rapid fire. Three things you're thankful <laughs> for. What you got? Three, three things I'm thankful for. Three things you oh, are thankful for. Oh my gosh. Um, I am. <laughs> that's a, that's that's big. Uh, I'm super thankful for for my wife number one um, because we're actually going to see her family and she is a. Basically, I would probably be pretty lost without her. I think as you know, I'm not the most 
organized on top of everything person and thankfully my wife is every she's everything I'm not and more <laughs> so so it has to be my wife number one um, two both of our families are super supportive of us we are very lucky that I have I mean my family is, loves her and everything about her family and her family the same way towards mine and so I got super lucky with my in-laws and the way my family's accepting of my my whole family on that on Kelsey's side so super thankful for both of our families in that regard too um, and um, what else would I say I'm thankful for man i'm thankful for um honestly i'm thankful for our people at vertex i gotta say just in general i'm not gonna single anybody out but like the uh we we got a pretty cool crew man and it's 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 like these these for example these coaching things man Mm -hmm. it is so cool this 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 little team that we've that accumulated um and so uh and yeah i'm thankful for for i guess i say number four thankful that you let me become part of it in 2019 so i I gotta throw that too um so yeah that's that would be where i would go but i didn't talk about that stole my thunder i was gonna i was gonna give you a fourth one too so all right here we go (laughs) number one since you asked yes wife yep kids yep Vertex family, especially Dr. Tavi Chun. Especially Tavi. Especially Tavi. Yep. <laughs> and then that saying in business, over mm-hmm. over undersell, over deliver. Over deliver, yep. I'm thankful for MedBridge. Right? <laughs> yep. We've got we got 38 days until 2023 starts. You, you got to get you got to get in, bro. You got to get in fast, oh right? Oh my gosh! So if you want to get the best <laughs> discount that MedBridge offers, use the code Better Faster Pod. Boom! Get your CEUs in, man. Got to yeah, get it done. Yeah, yeah. no excuses, done. right? You got you got a long weekend coming up. Why not knock them out this yeah. weekend? Again, that code is Better Faster Pod. Boom! That was oh man, that was of seamless. Of course, I'm thankful for you, Josh. Oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. that. Was see, that was seamless right there? I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, man. Hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes, safe travels, everybody. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is the Better Faster Podcast. We're out.